Given how difficult it is to break harmful habits, is there anything we can do to make real, lasting change? Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. Each week, we offer you brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you master big change. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. In today's episode, we're sharing an excerpt from The Buddha's Way of Happiness, Healing Sorrow, Transforming Negative Emotion, and Finding Well-Being in the Present Moment by psychologist Thomas Bien. This audiobook is a guide to identifying the barriers to happiness you create in your own life. You'll learn how to use the Eightfold Path of Buddha's Psychology to improve your ability to appreciate the small, joyful moments that happen every day. In this excerpt, Dr. Bien explains why our harmful habits can be so incredibly difficult to break. You'll be inspired by the Buddha's wisdom and learn that real change is possible when you can avoid the trap of black and white thinking about your habits. You finally get some time to relax, so you stop all that doing for a while and sit outside on your patio. There's a feeling of release, and you sigh lightly as you settle into your chair. Finally, you're free. At last, you can be happy. Yet within only a few moments, your thoughts begin to drift. Scarcely aware of your thoughts, you find yourself miles away from the chair and the patio and the outdoors. Suddenly, an energy arises in you, and not quite realizing what you're doing, you start sweeping or working in the garden or just tidying up a bit. Before you know it, you've created a little project for yourself, and you're busily doing again. Or perhaps you decide to sit in meditation for a while. You sit on your cushion and find a comfortable posture. You enjoy a few breaths, but all of a sudden, the same pattern emerges. First, the mind drifts sideways, into that place where you don't even quite realize it's happening. Suddenly, you develop an itch and find yourself scratching. The body starts complaining, and you start wriggling, moving, and adjusting. The more you move, the more you seem to need to move. Then, you think of a phone call you have to make. You try to tell yourself you'll remember to make the call after sitting, but you can't get it out of your mind. You try to push the thought away, but it only grows stronger. You tell yourself, Oh, I'll just place the call and then get right back to this. You make the call. But the call stirs up other thoughts and worries, making you even more restless than before. Your body wriggles and squirms. Finally, you give up and do something else. Almost anything will do. When this happens, you have just suffered a close encounter with your habit energy. You're being pushed around by it, controlled like a marionette. You may think you're in charge, but you're not. It is. Such a habit of restless activity can seem harmless enough, but some habits aren't so innocent. Habits that put us into destructive ways of being and doing are some of the strongest forces aligned against our happiness. Learning to release the energy of these habits transforms them into the energy of happiness. 
the Buddha used several powerful images to convey the nature of habit energy. He compared our habit energy to someone being thrown into a pit of burning fire. Two strong men hold her, one on each side. Of course, she's terrified and wants to avoid her fate, but however much she struggles, she can't resist. She's headed for the fire pit. The Buddha also said habit energy is like a very thirsty person about to drink from a bottle. Suddenly someone warns him to stop, for the water is poisonous. But the thirsty person can hardly help it. His terrible thirst compels him to drink, though he knows it will destroy him. In a third analogy, the Buddha compared habit energy to what happens when a small bird has stolen a piece of meat and flies up in the air with it. When a larger bird comes to take the meat from the smaller one, the smaller bird can't bring herself to let go. Despite the possibility of being killed by the larger bird, she just can't do it. She can't bring herself to release the precious bit of meat. In modern psychology, the power of this force is called conditioning. Because of our conditioning, we tend to respond in similar situations the same way we responded in the past. The consequences of our actions, positive or negative, determine how likely we are to do the same thing in the future. We're more likely to repeat actions with pleasing consequences and less likely to repeat actions with adverse consequences. What's more, short-term consequences exert greater control than long-term consequences. Because of this powerful force, we may know full well that we shouldn't do something because of its negative long-term consequences, but if the immediate consequences are very pleasant, it's hard to resist. Even someone with lactose intolerance can find ice cream hard to resist. We can get very trapped by our conditioning. When given a shock it can't escape, a laboratory animal placed on an electrified grid clearly displays its distress. It frantically tries to do something to escape the shock. But once it learns that nothing it does results in relief, the animal gives up. After this, even when the experimenter changes the conditions of the experiment so that only half the grid is electrified and half isn't, the animal may never learn that it can escape the shock by simply moving to the other part of the grid. It has learned to be helpless in the face of the shock and no longer seeks a solution. It no longer even tries to find an answer. Our habit energy is so strong. Though sometimes we may be able to assert our freedom and make a conscious choice, Sometimes our habit energy pushes us around ruthlessly and irresistibly. Habit energy can be much stronger than our intention to change, making us feel helpless. It seems as if we can do nothing but continue in our destructive, unhappy patterns. If we appreciate the power of the force of conditioning, we won't treat ourselves harshly. Doing so only adds more flames to the fire pit, more insatiability to our thirst more of a tendency to cling in spite of the danger. Instead, if we clearly see the powerful grip of these factors, we can learn to allow compassion to rise within us, both for ourselves and for others who are caught in their own conditioning. Happiness arises out of kindness, not struggle or harshness. New Year's Resolutions Sometimes we use the occasion of New Year's Day to prod ourselves to change, we will exercise, eat more healthfully, lose weight, stop smoking, and so on. We may stick with it for a while, but at some point, within a few days or weeks, the all-but-inevitable occurs. We go back to our old ways. 
This vicious cycle can happen not only on an annual, but also on a seasonal or even a daily basis. Someone tells herself in April, I have to lose weight before swimsuit season arrives, but once again finds this difficult to do. Or someone tells himself every morning, today I'm going to the gym after work, but finds that as the stresses of the day wear on him, he can hardly help himself. Once again, he finds himself sitting in front of the television rather than working out. We get caught in perfectionistic and absolutist approaches. We impose rules on ourselves, such as, I will exercise every day. But once we violate the rule, we feel helpless. We become like the animal on the electrified grid. Seeing no way to change, we give up altogether. In the psychology of addictive behavior, giving up after failing to adhere to an absolute rule is a well-known phenomenon called the abstinence violation effect. It concerns an addicted person's tendency to give up after even a single violation of the rule of total abstinence. This is why the alcoholic who slips up once tells herself, It's hopeless. I'll never be able to change. She gives up. When the next drink is offered, she tells herself, Oh, what the heck, I've already blown it anyway, and goes on drinking. Black and white thinking and perfectionism undermine our efforts to change. If the habit energy is weak, we may simply have the insight that a certain behavior isn't conducive to our well-being, and then just change it. But if the habit energy is strong, we must somehow persist in trying to change, even in the face of setbacks and backsliding, without trivializing them, but also without permitting them to become an invitation to hopelessness or despair. Hopelessness and despair are not only very painful, but also excuse us from further effort. If we think the situation is hopeless, then we're justified in not trying. Generally, it's better to understand that change is a matter of patience and persistence, setbacks and renewed effort, rather than sudden perfection. Change is a process of making mistakes, and then learning from our mistakes and trying again. Since you are a process, not a separate self, it isn't surprising that changing your habit energy is also a process. It's better for us to walk in the right direction than to enforce a rigid perfectionism. Thanks for listening to this excerpt from the audiobook, The Buddha's Way of Happiness, Healing Sorrow, Transforming Negative Emotion, and Finding Well-Being in the Present Moment. You can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please rate it and review it. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com.